Welcome to another powerful teaching from Dr. Todd J. Pulliam, pastor of One Accord Church. God's word to his people this morning, and I pray you are ready to receive. Praise the Lord. Is he good? Every vision that God gives to you is bigger than you are prepared for. Every vision that God gives you is larger than you are prepared for. It requires provision you do not currently have, but you have it by faith. Faith is at the forefront in our lives of every single thing that we do. Every single thing that we're about, faith is at the forefront of our lives. It gets done through faith and by faith. Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God and can fix anything. Faith can fix anything, can adjust anything. Oh, Lord said, I'm going to do some miracles for the folk you have in the room today. <sighs> Whatever you've been a part of that you haven't been able to get straightened out, the Lord said, I got it. I got it. I got it. It pays to know where he is. Okay. Wow. And so, faith makes acquisitions. Faith makes purchases in the kingdom of God. The system of capitalism or mammon that we use here in the earth, we use it to purchase natural things. We make natural purchases. We work a job, we take the money, and we go and acquire whatever it is that we want or whatever it is that we desire. But when you get it from the kingdom of God, you can't use natural mechanisms or processes. You have to be spiritual about it. Uh, and so uh, the first thing you have to do is recognize that you are spirit. Uh, and the invisible realm, which has created everything, because Hebrews, the writer of Hebrews says that what you can see, which is temporary, is created by what you cannot see. But you come from the invisible realm, the realm that people can't see. You come from there. Now, the Lord was searching for you because of what? He's looking for those who will worship him how? Okay, in spirit and in truth. And so your prayer has to be one of faith because the only way for it to travel through the spirit realm, the realm of what's invisible, the invisible realm, the heavenly realm, is for faith to lead it. Faith is the access way 
to the kingdom of God. And you have to please God to get what God has. Are you getting it now? But without faith, it is impossible to please. But those who come to him must believe that. Well, now see, pause for a minute. That he is. Well, well, Lord, who should I say sent me? You, you tell him that the great I am sent you. The greatest revelation that I've received in, 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 in a season of my life was the great I am is me being whatever I need to be to you at that moment to make my word true. Okay. So I'm your doctor if you need it. Come on now. The old saints say that, you know, he, he's a doctor in the sick room. They, they had some revelation. I, I, can't, I can't go to the hospital and I can't go bill to bill. Lord, have mercy. But, 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 but I can talk to him and he, he'll give me all my medicines. Come on now, that I need. What, what you talking about? I, I'm, I'm, this, this, is, this, is, this is important. He's a lawyer in the courtroom. They said, my son, you may, this may be somebody's testimony, but I've heard this numerous times. They said my son was going to prison and he wasn't going to come home. But the judge said, I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm being lenient on you. I'm going to send you home. Wow, he's a lawyer in the courtroom. Come on now. See, he is the great what? I am. See, you, you have to believe that. See, And when you are praying, uh, can, can someone get me just Mark 11 and 23 uh, up on the screens in the Message Bible? When you're praying, uh, you, you're to pray to him about everything. I don't know why I'm going down this pathway, but I'm going. Um, you, you're to pray about everything, and, 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 and that prayer should be filled with faith. God is not emotional. You understand? God doesn't deal with emotions. We are moved by the emotions of one another, which can be dangerous because that's pure flesh. God is moved only by faith. So be careful that you don't think that someone cares or does not care based upon their emotional response to what you're facing. The one that cares is the one that has found the verse that they can release with faith to stand in agreement with you on, to see you come out of that. Oh, Jesus. So now this verse says, Jesus was matter of fact, embrace this God life, this God kind of faith, which produces a God life. Really embrace it and nothing will be too much for you. This mountain, for instance, just say, Go jump in the lake. I mean, you have to understand the setting for that. Um, the setting for that is to receive a bill that you know is coming due. You were worried for 90 days and you are no better for the worrying. You only have a third of that bill in your hand and you're just frustrated. You have read every verse you know to read. You have confessed everything you know to confess and you've stood on it. But yet it seems as if the circumstances have not changed. Watch out. It is employed by the enemy. 
because God knew what you needed before you even asked. And the reason he asked Sarah, is there anything too hard for God? And the answer by Abraham and Sarah was, no, there isn't. So whatever it was that you asked for was not too hard for God. It was not too difficult for God. You need to know how to pray it, release it with faith, and don't worry about it. And so that's why you should say to, you know, just, get, you know what, if one of your kids uh, asked you for something and you didn't bless them with it, and they say, but you know what, you just, my life just, my life is terrible. It's, it's, it's no good. It, can, I, can I be real? It sucks. You, you are not going to fall apart on that. You know what you're going to say? You're going to say, you know what? Boy, bye. No, no, you didn't. You didn't you, do you understand? What you have in essence has done is work this verse. Basically, you said your life is going to be just fine. Get out of here with that mess. I know why I told you. You see? All right, so when it says just go jump in a lake, you're not supposed to, you're simply saying to it, you don't hold the credibility that you're coming at me with. You, 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 oh, the bill's 3,000? Yeah, but that's not my life. I hope I'm preaching good to you. That's not my life. If my life was worth 3,000, then Jesus never gave me what he promised me. But I got a verse that's rich in my ear that the father was in the son reconciling humanity, which includes me, back to himself. That makes me more valuable than gold. A $3,000 bill can't shake me. I have to tell it, go jump in the lake. As a matter of fact, when my faith gets big enough, I won't even regard it. Because it's not powerful enough to register up against what my future is about who I am. The first thing that God gave me was his image. And if $3,000 can take me down, then that meant it can take God down. And since we all know that it can't take God down, then it can't take me down. Because I've got his image and his likeness. Oh, oh man, Lord, heaven. No shuffling or shilly-shallying. Don't be shaking back and forth trying to act like your faith working. Everything God ever told you was bigger than what you were capable of. What you've been doing, you and I, we've been figuring out a way to bring it back down to size where we can comprehend it and make some sense of it and get some understanding on it. You're not supposed to understand what God is. That's why you're sitting up in a church that's half full right now with a pastor talking like he before 5,000 people and you trying to figure out why am I sitting here? This doesn't even make sense. Yes, it does. Because I'm giving you something that's about to transform your existence and your environment and your life. I'm saying something that's going to make you turn out bigger than what you've imagined. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm about to blow up. And he said, it's as good as done.
That's why I urge you to pray for absolutely everything, ranging from small to large. Include everything as you embrace this God life, the Zoe life. And you will get God's everything. Well, I haven't got it. It's because you're going part way. You're going part way. Amen? You're going part way. Halfway. Portion way. You getting me? Because if you go all the way with him, everything changes. I'm living in what I call the all the way realm. I, 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 can't, I can't point to my safe and say I got thousands of dollars. I, I can't, you know, but yet I can't get out of my house. You don't understand. You know, even if I, I told the man, I said, I, I want to go do something different. Well, no, why would you want to go do that? Man, leave me alone. I don't want to live in your house no more. Well, no, it can't work that way. Okay, I tell you what, you just, you know, you just give me something when you give me something. That ain't what I'm talking about, man. I can pay my way. You don't understand. The Lord says, no, you don't understand. Until I bring the next level, you will stay right where you're at, where it has you looking good for representing me. In the all the way realm. I've got a used truck paid for. There's so many people drive and say, man, that's a nice truck. You want to sell it? Nope. Nope. What, what kind of truck is that? Ah, it's a Chrysler. And I'm thinking, you've got to be kidding me. It's a 2008. Lord, why is it looking so good? Grace. See, when the blessing gets on you, everybody wants what you got. I, I was laying there last night having, you ever had a fit? Anybody? Before the Lord? So I was having a silent one. It was a silent tantrum. And so I knew better than to show out and I knew better than to do my usual words because I've gotten into so much trouble I don't have any room left. So I'm just laying there. He says, you're upset. Yep. Well, that's the reality of how we talk. And he says, well, I want you to look at something. I said, don't say bigger. I'm on the edge. I'm right there on that edge. Don't say nothing bigger. Keep, keep, keep me right in the range or I'm, I can say yes and we're going to work together because I'm, I'm on the edge. So don't come ask me to go tomorrow and get no jet. Because I ain't got no get no jet pay. Now that's a fit. See, I, I, I'm, I'm going to teach this because we all have it, but we don't know how to recover from it. He says, nah, I want you to go look at a building. I said, oh, nope, 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 nope. I'm all out on buildings. You're going to bring, you're going to just bring one. He says, okay, I'll do that. But I want you to go look at it. I says, okay. He said, go look at that. I says, I'm tired of looking. He says, I know. Go look. When he told me what it was, I just rolled over. 
I looked at the TV. Detroit Tigers were playing. And I said, okay. Went off to sleep. Woke up. First thing in my spirit was what he said. Two hours later, still in my spirit, what he said. The issue isn't go run, look at the building. As much as when he presses it upon your spirit, it's gone from being a request to a demand because the demand is based on a desire. He is. What, what he was going to do and is going to do with me is challenge me to look past my aggravation. Write it down. Because I'm, I'm, I'm teaching and I don't, I, don't went, I don't went into heaven to get this one. And and Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look past your frustration. Because God doesn't send frustration. Frustration is the result of confusion having a good day. And God is not the author of confusion. So that means he cannot send frustration to you either. Look past it because beyond it, glory to God, is what you're believing for. You can't even look at what happens in other people's lives to even determine whether your vision is going to come to pass. You have to singularly, like the just, that's the person that's in right standing with God, that's the person that is in such right standing that they are living completely by what the word says. Not what they see, not what they feel, not what they're hearing, not, not based on their surroundings. You don't know whether the word of revelation is in somebody's mouth because there's a crowd. But when there's life in the word, there can be 30 people around. Remember, there was a crowd around Jesus, but only one person was saying, if I could just but touch. Okay, now you're getting a revelation. All that virtue built up in him and nobody was getting it. And the only way he knew it was loose and a crowd of thousands was because he felt it go. The house was full when the man came through the roof. Full of hurting preachers, hurting leaders, hurting pastors, hurting teachers, hurting people, period. It was so full, the scripture says, that you could not move about. It's amazing to me that it took four friends with severe faith to take a friend. Love is a powerful force. And cut open a hole in somebody else's roof. 
But you, you ain't caught a hold of it. So you have to look at that whole thing. They about to create some serious debt. Knowing that Jesus loves so much that the only way you don't get healed is that you don't demand it. So if we cut a hole and drop him down, we know that Jesus is going to stop whatever he's doing because everybody else in the building is religious. Everybody else in the building is emotional. Everybody else in the building has issues. Everybody else in the building sees it their way. But we just are in desperate need. And if we can just get in front of him, we know that he'll know we're serious and he'll release his virtue on us and we'll get healed. Lord have mercy. You need to make you a sign that you'll put in your house and say, who's bold enough to cut a hole in the roof? Make sure that everyone knows that's a spiritual. I think about me growing up, boy, if, if mama would have released that in the house when we were young, we might have cut a hole in that house. Are you getting the revelation knowledge? You are of and in his image. You never saw a small job. And you're never going to be content with that small job. See, my assignment was to come into this area. Since I've been here, I've been having problems. Because I came with faith. I was told straight out by some friends of my father-in-law, you will never be able to teach that and make that big here. And the Lord says, maybe I didn't bring you here to be big. He was able to get that to me later. But break the fallow ground up. I'm big enough that if I ain't supposed to win but a hundred people, those hundred got what was theirs. See, God's got to be true to them like he is to the million in the big city. You didn't catch that. And his soldiers have to be bold enough to go where nobody else will go to break the ground up and make sure that the seed gets planted. I've been endowed with wealth, not poverty. You need to write that down. You need to tell a couple of your neighbors that right now. You need to find several people. Tell them, I've been endowed with wealth, not poverty. The enemy doesn't have a right to entitle me to poverty. How come I got to be in lack? How come I got to live in the southeast and, and have poverty facing me, lack facing me, insufficiency facing me, hate? Nah, we buying that up in the name of Jesus. Little weak little devils flying around up in, in the spirit of religion is the biggest one. Been telling the faith brothers, well, I'm carrying this, and I don't care what you carry, man. All I know is we haven't done enough to change the atmosphere. It's the same as it is now as when we came. We need to be like Jesus. He had three years to get his assignment done but was not leaving until he could find somebody. He only found 12 that he could use that could change an entire universe. He got up to 3,000, thought it was rolling. 
Boys, I'm going to preach. I, I'm going to show up in Jerusalem. Yeah, 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 you, yeah, you need to go now. No, no, I'll go when the time is right. Jesus was going to make a grand entrance. But he was going to do that to protect himself too. And so he comes up in there. And then somebody says, it must be Jesus' time. Testing. One, two, one, two. Check, check. One, two, one, two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check, check, check. One, two. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. It's, yeah, yeah, it's about right. Setting up the atmosphere. And he starts to preach. And he preaches a message that requires them to be spiritual, to hear it. And they immediately reject him. And he knew this. All 3,000 that were supposed to be a part of his fellowship left except for 12. What did Jesus do? And he turned to them and says, Will you go? Awesome. You going to? And they looking at each other like, Oh, we down to 12. He trying to put us out. No. Because, listen, listen to what they say. You have the words to eternal life. To my destiny. My future. I, I, I quit listening just to listen. Lord, I feel like preaching. A long time ago. Because my future depended upon it. I remember crying one night in prayer and saying, now if I'm really yours and you really do speak through me, then how will I know how to hear what's righteous? What's in your spirit now, son? What's in my spirit is I need someone to feed me and understanding on faith and on your kingdom. I, need, and I, don't, I don't need to preach another message on how the helps are supposed to be because helps are going to be strong wherever I am. But I need to give your people a word that transforms them from the inside out. A word that sets their destiny and guides them to their destiny. I just talked with a friend so dear to me. And, he, and I suggested this leader. He said, no, nah, don't go with him. Uh, he just, just kind of out of balance. He just ain't balanced enough. And I so cherished that friend and I listened for me to that prayer that night. And then the Lord said, follow that leader. I said, but so-and-so he said, are you actually going to tell me what humanity has said? Are you going to start this relationship off at this level with you doubting me? We don't have anything. You're telling me now I shouldn't have even answered you. The confusion in our lives is because we've listened to people when God has spoke plainly to us. But we can't hardly receive it because of all the other stuff we have in our life. 
that keeps coming up in the way of hearing God. So his messenger is somebody most times we don't even like. It's, it's most times it's somebody we don't even like. We put on that we do. But when we talk to other people, the victory all that's within us that should not be in it shows out. The ugliness in it shows out. And we're missing what he's got to say. This is good teaching. I, I, I gave a couple of verses, didn't I? I'm safe. I'm a verse man. Got to have verses. But some days like today, and whenever the Lord starts me out speaking prophetically, I know how it's going to end. It's going to end with him giving a word that's going to adjust those of us that made it in. You're not entitled to revelation, not, but you're supposed to fight to get it. So the enemy's job is to distract you and keep you from being able to get it. Your children will come in when they're, when they're of age and they're being raised. They're going to come in by a certain time every day to make sure they get the meals. They don't have free reign to miss the meals and then come in the house at midnight and then say, well, okay, uh, where's the food? Well, I don't know how everybody else's house is. But in my house, that's a missed meal. Unless you're going to pay Mrs. P to stop what she's doing and walk in the kitchen and set it up because, see, you've messed your rights up. It's good stuff. What is it do you want from God? And how serious are you on getting it? God hands out gifts and calls the skill sets and talents, listen to this, tightly. Everybody who claims they're a prophet is not a prophet. He hands out stuff tight. The most disciplined are the ones he chooses from. So if you're not disciplined, you... you, you you, you got to be disciplined to be recognizable. For instance, in this ministry, one of the things the Lord told me is go back through and redo your leadership and choose only the discipline. Here's discipline. You ready? I'm about to close out so you can go home. It's a great Father's Day. Here's discipline. When, you, when, you, when you're going to miss work, what do you do? I can't hear you. Well, no, wait a minute. Why do you call that? So, so, you, so you won't lose your job. So why can't God have that? Amen. Why can't he have that? What happens if you call in too much? I can't hear you. Why can't God have that? 
this good stuff. Discipline and honor is you showing God better than what you show secular. If you show secular more, you're having a problem with God, his operation, or who he placed in charge of. This is good stuff. Thank you for listening to another teaching on the Dr. Todd J. Pulliam podcast. We call you blessed. 